2: how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
3: Phil Mackey. He's a very excitable guy. Sometimes, you know, he gets off the reservation a little bit. Judd Zolgad. And he's like 200 years old. He's like the most negative dude in the world. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. That's the damnedest football game I've ever seen. I've been associated with football since I was eight years old. Tried to sign up when I was seven. And to be there to witness it for those people and it's what the people have done for my life. It's, it's more than just football. Football took me there, and I was a kid, but they grew me up and made me a man. And to be able to see them finally have some success, finally have the bad luck fall on someone else's side, finally for the card to come, that their 5%
1: chance, it came true. Yes, yes. You know, Superstar Mike Morris- Shut up. up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know you don't like Chris Carter, but the first thing he said, can we find some common ground between you and Chris Carter? That that you don't overlap in many ways, but the one area was the first thing he said, which is, that's the damnedest football game I've ever seen. Is there an, a, a a place for uh, agreement there? On how that about piece how he, of I, I would have
0: done, done a little different than that, but I will you know, he wanted to quickly get that line over with so he could go into him how <laughs> uh, he could turn everything into him at the, you know football that's the damnedest game and then I oh, was then it, then it was like you know uh, everything since then since I was five six or seven's been all about me football made me the man I am and you and then I w- later went on getting the hall of fame and everything else and what was the, what were we talking about? That other game oh the game. That damn game that was so good last night. That's right. Oh, there was a game that we were talking no, about before it got game. to before it got to me. That's right. Oh, God, God
1: shut up, Carter. <laughs> I hope you're still in town and you hear this. I think he's back. He flew up uh, private back to, uh, I'm sure to New York for the the show this morning. Like he but... used
0: to with us. He would fly his own plane back sometimes if he was mad. He'd get his own plane and fly back. Oh. Yeah. After games? After games. And that was allowed? Denny would let him do it. Huh. Yeah, okay. after Cincinnati game, last game of the season, uh, he'd heard that Herman Moore mm-hmm. had broken his record with 123, mm-hmm. and Denny wouldn't throw him the ball anymore with about five minutes left to go in the game. I don't know how, but he didn't get another ball thrown to him. Mad, mad. Went into the locker room, didn't come out in the middle of the field before the game was over with. Here I go again. But and then he wouldn't go he went straight into the locker room, dressed, got out of there really quick and went and got a plane of his own. Flew back home to Ohio somewhere. Yeah. I was glad he did. I wish he had stayed there.
1: You no, know, now that I've got you all seething over Chris Carter, let me bring you back to, to center here. And steps into it.
2: Passes
3: caught! Diggs, sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Vikings win it!
2: So one thing, Michael Morris, that I like about this team and I don't know if I'm right about this or not, there don't seem to be any Chris Carters. This is a likable team. Like It was very easy post-game to watch them from the the head coach to the quarterback to Diggs. There was nobody who you said to yourself, well, they're sort of a cocky, arrogant SOB. You said to yourself, you know what, I'm glad for, for them, which in pro sports you don't say consistently. But there doesn't seem to be a guy that this is an eminently likable group I think.
0: It is. I, I really I really think so. And I mean I'm sure there are those guys in the locker room that don't really care about, you know, cooperating uh, with the press and and meeting meeting halfway with the media somewhere and and talking to them and giving them everything they want. There's always a few guys like that, you know that. I mean, but it's for the most part this bunch is a really cohesive group of guys, sort of a <clears throat> a band of brothers if you will that just from from Case Keenum all the way to you know uh, Thielen and and uh, Brian Robinson and some of those guys. I'm so happy for those older players like Joe Berger, mm-hmm. who, have, who have not had a sniff of something really big time. Mm-hmm. We got a ways to go still too before it really gets to a point where <clears throat> we haven't been in a long time. And this team has a very, a very uh, you know doable path, a track that they can be on to do something this, that this franchise has never done before. Which is getting to the doggone Super Bowl? I mean, but they have a, I think, a very realistic possibility of getting in and doing something once they get there. Yeah.
1: What? What? As, I think, you know, each team kind of stands on its own, and I know that you know the the '98 team and then the 2009 team. Everyone from those teams is saying, you no, like we we had our shot, we we missed our chance. You know, that has nothing to do with this team. But as a guy who played in one of the most heartbreaking games in in the history of the franchise you had to have had a very unique perspective watching that play yesterday you and I were in studio watching it as we were about to go live and so we kind of reacted live on the air but yeah, yeah. you know what was kind of take us through as someone from from your perspective having been there in 98 um, and then watching that happen to a franchise that never has that happen ever what were you thinking
0: an amazing thing came over me I it, it was the usual that normally takes place at this time every year where you have a good team. We've seen it happen several times since I've been out of football where you have this great team going and they find a way to fall on Luck's bad side, the wrong side of the table. And I was ready to to let that seat back in, I guess. You know, that was a good run again. you reload the cannon and go again. You know, and for me playing back then, I had to make the team again. I didn't know. I, I was certainly no guarantee of making the football team again. I had to make the team if I wanted to go another time and, and have another shot at it. So. Cause I just almost felt I was I was the next man gone. Quite frankly, most of my career, but uh, it it worked out where I got a couple nice shots at it. But this team, this team, I, I'm thinking. You know what? I feel so bad for this team with like a minute left to go that they had so much going on and they had such a realistic chance. If they get past the Saints, I really and I, I'd even told you earlier that I kind of felt this was the NFC Championship game, Now, yeah. I'm hoping that's the case because I felt that. We were playing the best team in yeah, the NFC. I agree. Uh, the, uh, you know, other than ourselves, I thought this was going to be the test. So, and when they when the play happened, I mean, you just can't you can't find words. You jumped up. I remember you were in here just jumping up, and it was O M G about twenty times. O-M-F-G,
1: I think a couple too. I think there were a couple of F's
0: uh, <laughs> right before the G's sometimes. But I sat here in just disbelief and shock. I really did. I, I'm like that never happens. That, that reminded me of the. I think the one play that flashed in my mind was like the the, the Green Bay uh, game when it was was it Freeman that caught the ball it off someone's foot. Chris or, Dishman. Or Chris Dish- yeah. yeah, Dishman. Yep. And he he made it in the end zone. And that was that was how that game kind of ended. It reminded me so much of it. I'm like, what happened there? Then they had to go back and and actually, you know, replay it about a thousand times before I could even believe or grasp what had happened. The kid whiffed on the tackle. I'm like, I can't believe that we didn't just yeah. step out of bounds. I was so mad. First one split second. Well, get out of bounds, you get idiot. Out oh, of bounds. oh, my God. I'm no. like, Diggs is
2: blowing it. Yeah. He's gonna blow it.
0: And then I'm like, there is no soul. soul There's no one behind me. There's no soul back there. So,
2: so Mike, do you when when you see that that play transpire, do you see it now as sort of a fan who's been around this team for a long time? Or do you hearken back to your playing days? Because the players, as stunned as we were, I think the players were more stunned. Like there was an utter look of disbelief. Like my God, this never happens. And and it wasn't we've been jinxed. It was this just never happens. Yeah, so yeah. Do, do you do you see, see this more through the eyes of a fan now, or do you see see this through the eyes of of the guy that played football for I, a long long time? I, the I think
0: there's a, there was a fascination uh, from from my, from my from my my experience playing mm-hmm. that that just you just don't see professional football teams do this. You don't see a play like that. On the last play of the game, you don't see a guy just miss in professional football like that. You see him make a play and put the guy on the ground, and the time runs out. He was too far from the sidelines if he sticks him nice and, and puts him on a clean hit, too. I mean, he doesn't have to try and take his head off, or they're, they're going to draw a foul, and
1: whatever the case. You can catch him on the way down. You can
0: catch him on the way down and fall on him. I, that's it, I think. I'm pretty sure it's the end of the game. It
1: is. In fact, if if... There's there's so many different ways for the game to end there. If Diggs catches it and you just sit behind him as he catches it and push him backwards out of bounds, correct? They run the clock, right? If you're gonna if, if for the clock to stop, right. you have to go That's out of bounds right. forward or sideways. That's right. And like even that I would have ended the game. That. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it was amazing to me to see a play so poorly executed by a professional player that a kid
2: that clearly can play the game. He he made some plays. Multiple players were crying. I I have seen pro athletes cry after championships. Yep. Okay. But this is a playoff game. Right. I mean, you've still got, got to win two more games. Yep. And you had multiple players basically in tears. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. happen ordinarily. It doesn't happen very often. College I mean, maybe, they're, they're, not they're,
0: they're, here. You know, when you lose the NFC Championship game, which I can comment on that, uh, you have players that are that are in tears. Yeah. You know, you have several players that, are, that just cannot bear the thought of... Having to reload again and do it again if you want to go to the Super Bowl.
1: There's a guy on Twitter, Brendan Coop, is his name, and he posted a photo of him. He's at the Orthopedic Urgent Care Center right now. Oh, no. What he tweeted, I literally tore my left Achilles tendon celebrating the final Vikings play at Orthopedic Urgent Care right now on a Monday. Hashtag school. Hashtag bring it home. Adam steps
3: into it. Passes.
1: Amazing. Let's take a yeah. break here because Jarius Wright might be joining us. He's in meetings, and we're, we're he's going to call us here at some point. He had a front row seat. He ran the route right underneath Stefan right. Diggs and was and hopped over the two defenders on his way to go meet Diggs. So we'll get to him. Superstar Mike Morris hanging out, and more from you guys. We'll get to Tim and Mike and Matt. It's uh, Vikings Vet Line a day later with the superstar in here, Mackie and Judd. The Mackie and Judd Show rolls on
3: on 1500 ESPN
4: I still don't know what just happened <laughs> I really don't yes all I can say is give it to God because without him nothing nothing is possible and I wouldn't be here so damn that feel good
1: Stefan digs on the field after something that the NFL has never seen before which is a postseason game end of regulation a walk-off touchdown. Obviously, overtime is walk-off everything. Right. But a walk-off touchdown with no time left in a postseason game. So it's it's unique to Vikings history and that good things never happen, but it's also <laughs> unique in NFL history, Superstar.
0: It was unbelievable. Uh, your reaction, mine, sitting here in the same studio, watching the end of the game and getting getting ready for what we think is going to be the absolute worst again, and having to talk about how we were close. And then the play happens. And you just can't believe you're watching it happen. And it's the Vikings. And you're thinking pretty well-engineered drive to get this thing manufacturing, uh, to, to manufacture some points and to get a chance at another field goal. And we're, I'll be darned. We're going to have a shot at this thing. And he's housing it. <laughs> and he hasn't stepped out of bounds. And it's amazing to watch when when it just it takes everyone by storm, uh, the, Every every person in the stadium, us in here, the, pl- the players on the Saints' sidelines, they were just—there was no question on anyone's face that he was scoring a touchdown and that he had scored a touchdown, and there was no reason to review it. You and I were already on the radio doing vent line, <laughs> and they hadn't confirmed it yet, and the, they came back with a confirmation. We we said on the air, oh, by the way, we had to just say they confirmed it just now.
1: Yeah, they had a bunch of post-game interviews had already taken place. Before they actually did the last extra point, right? And oh, the, the Saints, wa- the, the walk of shame. Saints players had to come back out, the including the punter who had broken ribs, and yeah, the punter came out as one of the defensive players, quote unquote, on the Vikings kneel down to line up just to just to get an eleventh. Yeah. The guy
2: had, had to c- come on and clear the entire field. Exactly, there were camera people out there, there were reporters out out there. They had to basically say clear the field we need to do certain things
1: which is stupid by the way like just but, the game should be over but yeah
2: And but, isn't that amazing just yeah. that whole that whole thing about having to
0: technically kick an extra point or execute an extra point or kneel down mm-hmm. and uh, you know I I think I coined it I'm sure I did it was me I said well here look at this the saints come marching in
1: <laughs> You did say that
0: That's very good That's great I think that's how liked it. Yeah, that one ended yesterday. Yeah, it was a big timer. There oh, was done that for two and a half. Can you imagine being part of that procession to oh, come back God. in and walk hundred? The length of the field. We saw him coming back out of the locker room. A <laughs> and few who? people are. Just, here's my question: <laughs>
2: They're walking. Who back has out to go, of the ball? Who has yards. to go get them? Uh, oh yeah, like, who's oh, got to be like, hey guys, um, you need to send as many guys as possible. I don't know how to hey punter, get out here!
0: <laughs> but we're going to need eleven guys uh, to make it a regulation play.
2: Oh, can we
1: block it and still win? No,
2: no. Sean yeah, Payton's, no, dropping, Payton's dropping F-bombs left and right, I'm sure. Get the bleep out of here, you know. Oh. Okay,
1: we need 11
2: guys to please come out here so 11. Case Keenum can kneel. To, and meanwhile, they come back out, and Keenum is is basically doing the skull chant yeah. to lead the crowd. Uh, yeah. Apparently, we got an
1: email from somebody saying Joe Buck was on with Rich Eisen this morning, and Joe Buck said the, the Case Keenum-led skull chant gave him chills in the press box as he was oh. calling the end of that game. That's
0: funny. pretty cool. That's funny. I mean, but can you imagine? uh, I'm going to have to ask some of you... You have to have your pads on too. And you have to have a foot. You have to put your pads back on. No, we're gonna have to have you dressed. We know it's a pain in the ass to have to put all that back on, but oh. we're gonna have to have an eleven, eleven of you guys with helmets and shoulder pads. Can you get dressed again? It's just one play. It's amazing.
1: Oh, such, such a great walk of shit. Unbelievable. I couldn't happen to a better coach. Uh, Tim, you're on with superstar Mackie and Judd. Go ahead. Hey guys, good to talk to you.
5: Yeah, I'm an I'm a, I'm a Uber driver, and uh, I've been driving all day on Sunday, and I had it planned. I was going to take my, my break at Stubborn Herbs and watch the whole game. But uh, when that when that kick went wide left going into halftime, man, my blood pressure went up. I started getting chest pains. And I've got a heart condition. I was like, nope, I can't deal with the stress. Oh. I'm going to go drive. <clears throat> so I, I get in the car, and I, I start driving Uber. And I do several rides, and I'm, I'm trying not to turn the game on. I finally gave in. I turn the game on, and I listen to a Hall of Famer bring his team back against us. And I'm like, "Oh God, I can't do this again. Oh my God. <laughs> I really can't." No, no. No. I picked up four folks that were going to the airport. They had to they had to leave the game because their daughter is getting married down in Florida, and uh, so they they couldn't watch the end of the game. They get in and we're listening it to it together headed down 35 to go to the airport, and a miracle happens, and we're going nuts, I start crying, this old (laughs) man behind me leans over my seat, bear hugs me while I'm driving, and kisses me on the cheek, and you know what? There was nothing weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how close were you to we driving to up? the... Better th- coach, right? Sean yeah,
0: Payton. really. That's yeah, awesome. Sean Payton, the, the, the mousy-faced <laughs> rodent that he is with that smoochy face. He's trying to make out with his microphone. So tell me, how how close were you to running up the road? The weather was horrible when you were driving those people at the airport, right? It, it
5: was. It was. It was pr- and, and, and you were talking... <laughs> Uh some passengers and I earlier were talking about how the snowstorm was a good omen for the Vikings. Boy, did that turn out to be true. But, yeah, no, we pulled over on the side of the road, and we celebrated in the van, man. No. <laughs> did minutes. you really? It was. Yes, we did. pulled over. You pulled over, I, it
2: was, I you could pull over
5: I and celebrated? I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> I was so happy, man.
1: Oh, that is for amazing! You. Your heart, so it sounds like your ticker is okay because yeah. you're you're conscious today and you called us. So oh. <laughs> everything's good. From now on, yeah, that'll I got
0: be known. on hand. Just uh, yeah, in case. yeah <laughs> a, little, a little little <laughs> glycerine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, that's Tim. Too funny, man. It's great stuff, man. Oh, that's great story, man. Let's take a couple more here. Mike, you're on with uh, Superstar Mackie and Judd
6: good good afternoon, I think I don't even know why I'm at work today, but needless to say, I am full of excitement and uh, I just wanted to make two comments. One, my family's from Philly. So wow my phone was lighting up the whole day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first first comment I wanted to make is I was watching the uh, the Jimmy Johnson and he did say that Peyton probably told his defensive backs, the last thing you want to do is get a penalty on that last play because that's the only way they're going to have a chance to kick the field goal. And it kind of makes sense because he also said that D-back uh, took off too quickly, got there early, and I'm sure if he would have hit him at that point, that would have been a penalty. So I can see him trying to avoid that. Unfortunately, took out his other guy, and good for us.
1: Yeah, I think, but there's so many other ways. If you're if you're afraid of the headshot, there, there's so many other ways to defend that I'm, play. From coming from a guy whose yeah. last snap in football was in like seventh grade at right. Buffalo Middle School, but right. yeah, right. You know,
0: uh, I mean, what was that then? I mean, yeah, okay. Don't don't hit him dirty. Don't interfere with it. But what was that? Okay, so he so he's listening to the coach and he's he's doing all the things he's supposed to be doing. But it's also everything on the line, and if they make one play, don't you have to at least make make the tackle? I mean, don't you yes. make a safe tackle? Yeah, you know. I at mean, first, he took off
2: early. He exactly didn't take off right. late. He, t- he took off early. He he whiffed early, if and, then, he, and then he came down. If if you if you don't want to uh, draw a penalty flag, and you are basically going to give up the catch you at least have to put yourself in a position to wrap him up and keep him in bounds and bring him down.
1: You know, my first instinct was just cuz i i didn't i couldn't tell exactly if it was a safety or a quarterback. You're yeah. just watching the play yeah. happen and yeah. I thought, "Oh my god, like that that was a cornerback. Who thought he had safety help? Right. What? Where was the safety? And then it was, it was. Oh my God! No, that was the safety. What? <laughs> un- what is he thinking? He's the last defender. And if you see it, I mean, we get to draw
0: it up last night on Fox Nine. I get to do, do the telestrator in the whole nine yards. But I mean, he's sitting back there. He's dancing around. He's watching it. He's reacting to it. He sees the three way route. It's it's Rudolph from inside. He he cu- he just cuts a square out, and Julius uh, Aj- Jarius Wright uh, is lined up. Next, inside, and he crosses underneath Diggs, and Diggs takes the deepest route, and they're all one, two, three, different layers. And of course, he hits the, the deepest one, because we need that much yardage to even have a chance at a field goal, right? Yeah. But the kid comes up, and he's got all the time in the world. And if he hits him, if he even hits his the, his he, uh, the heels of his shoes, let's say, that kid... I mean, Diggs goes ass over 10 cups on the ground on his back right there, and it's over. And there's five I, seconds it, left, over. and it's running, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over, yeah.
1: You know, the other thing, so Kyle Rudolph was on uh, Golik and Wingo on the ESPN uh, morning radio show right before we take air. He was on the last segment, like, leading into our show. And, and so Kyle explained the same route that you did. So you got 3 outbreaking routes, yeah. and Rudolph is kind of the underneath, little flat, right. like, five-yard uh, out route. Mm-hmm. And Rudolph said— he was surprised that so three defenders defending the three routes. Right. He was surprised that the that one of the defenders kind of peeled off to defend his route. That he, and in his mind he thought, well, that only leaves two defenders to cover the other two guys. Why even acknowledge the Rudolph route? It's, why, too, short. Why, it it's too short. It doesn't matter. It, right? You can't it's, kick a field goal. It's, it's want such an be- amazing defensive debacle. You know on every level. It really was.
2: You know why? Because luck changed. Luck finally changed. You know, it did. I mean, there's there a defense put out there that, the, yeah, it was the first time ever. Yes. Who's going to
0: honor the, the Rudolph route of that square out? Because he ran basically a reverted, uh, a reverse drag. Harba okay,
2: bit Sean Payton in the ass yesterday. It Damn, it's it it that did. simple.
0: Whatever he told those kids. And that kid's a rookie, right? It yes, was his yes. name uh, Marcus Williams. There's two yes. Williams back there. He picked off Marcus, Case right? Keenum earlier in the
1: game, too. He's the one right. who picked off Case Keenum. T- and he's been well a very timed, good player for And him. he's been a
0: great player, mm-hmm. right, all season long. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, whatever that coach said, Sean Payton said to those guys, if that's what caused him to whiff like that, or whatever he was trying to have him do, that was insanity. Because that was the worst executed tackle I've ever seen in my entire life. He panicked. If you put him on the ground at all, there's no way we can get up to the ball, period, mm-hmm. and it's over.
1: And if you, you know, if let's say you shove him out of bounds sideways and the clock stops, it's a 50 yard field goal for for Kai Forbath, who had knocked a couple long ones home. But so proud of the guy, like I've been make the guy so kick much. a 50 yard field goal. Let's take another call here. Matt's been on hold for a half hour. Hey, Matt. Matt, you there?
0: To think he waited a whole oh, hour, Matt, man. a whole hour, and then he didn't. It's too bad. It was if he had waited an hour and one minute. He went on the show. He would have been on.
1: Yep, it's too, too bad. bad. Let's try oh, yeah. a Tom, hey, Tom on line three. Hey, Tom. Hey, how you guys doing? You know, we're having fun with this one. Well,
5: yeah, I'm a I'm a 55-year uh, watcher of the Vikings, and that's the damnest thing I've ever seen because <laughs> living through the Bud Grant era in the 60s and 70s, I was a full-time nut on the Vikings, and they always find a way to lose. So 10 seconds left in the game yesterday, I text my sister down in Florida, and I said, they're going to break your heart every time. <laughs> and the next thing I know, she texts me back and says, don't turn it off, rots the rerun. So uh, unbelievable play. I couldn't believe it because
1: it never happens to the Vikings. No, absolutely that's, that's, correct. That's thanks, Tom. I mean, that's just it. It's, it's a shock it was, to your amazing. reality.
0: It was amazing. It could have ended so many different ways. I mean, literally ended, but it also could have been, Diggs catches it, and he's he's thinking, step out of bounds right away, or I'm, I'm a dead man if I don't execute this right. Instead, he turns, and he knows it's a touchdown as long as he can regain his balance, get his hand on the ground, and stand back up again and run. And he pivots on a dime, and there he goes. Yeah. I, and it's just, it's to me, it's, it's an unbelievable reaction to a player that is getting ready to be hit. There's no question he knows he's going to be hit. They're going to try and stop him before he gets out of bounds. He knows that. And to not flinch, and to get his feet on the ground and get turned, full balance, body control, it was there, and he was able to run after that. I mean, a lot of people would have just fallen or tried to slide out of bounds.
1: Yeah, your instinct would be, I'll just get out of bounds and line up a 50 yard field goal. And, you know, that works out well in Vikings history, those exactly. key field goals. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Ooh. Superstar Mike Morris hanging out. It's Mackie and Judd.
3: Steps into it, passes. Bill Mackey. He's a very excitable guy. Sometimes, you know, he gets off the reservation a little bit. Judd And He's like 200 years old. He's like the most negative dude in the world. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Steps into it. Passes. Caught. Sideline. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Vikings win it. Wow. It's a heck of a game, wasn't it? Um. And the good guys won.
1: Wow. Wow. We just, I mean, it's been how many, how many hours now, and people just are still, anyone who's at work today is getting nothing done, Vikings fans. Superstar Mike Morris hanging out with us. It's Mackie and Judd. And the guy who had the probably the best seat in the house for that uh, amazing, spectacular touchdown, Jarius Wright, joining the show. Um, the floor is yours. Can you just describe to our audience, your your like your mental sequence, you know what the play is. You know that it's probably designed to go out of bounds. And when Diggs turns upfield, what did you see?
4: Um, You know, Diggs made a great catch, of course. You know, going up high case, gave him an opportunity to make a play. And, uh, you know, just seeing him go up. and I knew he was going to make the catch for sure. And after he made the catch, it was going to be easy for him to get out of bounds. So, you know, at first I'm like, get out of bounds. But then I see the safety, you know, duck his head. And uh, after the miss, it was just like, you know, go score with it.
0: <laughs> the skull all the way it was too, in the tunnel took it all the way to the tunnel. But uh, uh Jarius Mike Morris, uh, I have to ask you as a, as a player, what is that when you know that you're supposed to get, turn and get out of bounds, save whatever time you can, and preserve you know you know protect the field goal. What is what could have gone through his mind to turn that quickly and to know that he could run and not instinctively run out of bounds? You being a receiver would be able to comment on
4: that. Uh, you know, just all about having good awareness. So, uh, mm. you know, he knew what was back there before he even, you know, made the break on the route. And, you know, that when the ball was thrown, and that the you know, one guy he knew that was back there missed, uh, you know, was, you know, it was nothing but uh, field to run.
0: Do you feel the Saints were a little bit out of position in that they covered? It looked like a three-way break, like a dodge or a, or a scat, uh, a three-way break. But why would you cover the short guy? I guess being Rudolph in this in this case and knowing that we had to have a pretty significant amount of yardage to be able to even, you know, attempt a field goal, I mean, it was kind of an amazing thing to see them honor Kyle Rudolph's route. Oh, you know, now that
4: you say that, I, I didn't even think about that. that aspect. I,
0: mean, <laughs> I mean, it's ama- kind of amazing when you think about it because of the yardage necessary to even <laughs> kick a realistic
4: field goal, right? Yeah, 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 it is pretty funny. I guess they didn't want to give him a chance to catch a run at all. Because, uh, you know, sometimes you can get it out quick, catch the ball, and, and uh hurry up and get out of bounds right the time so uh you know I didn't think they was you know trying to let us get any, any yardage at all right but, you know it is pretty funny that uh, that, that they did honor that route, uh knowing the situation
2: how long did, did did it take you uh to process that that play because i mean i saw it and i still think right now as as i sit here i'm processing that the fact that that scored how long did, did it take you having been on the field for it to actually process? Oh my gosh, it not only worked, it it, you know, culminated with a touchdown.
4: You know, it's uh you know it's pretty funny that you say that. It still still hadn't said in yet. It's still pretty crazy and still surreal. Uh just the way we won the game. Uh we, you know, we expected to win the game of course, but uh, you know, just the fashion we won it in is is uh how many I don't know how many times you'll see that in the lifetime.
2: Yep. In in all the chaos, how did how did you slow things down an, a, enough to see Diggs put the ball down or spike the ball, and you went and got that ball? What what allowed you the clarity to, to say that football is going to be pretty important uh, in in Viking lore for years to come, Jarius? You know, um,
4: about three years ago, um, I had a simple, well, not similar, but I had a play like that against the Jets, where um, it was a walk off in overtime and. You know, I just somebody did the same thing for me, and you know, years after this, you'll never know how important that football will be to you. Just being able to have it and you know show your family members and show your children.
0: That's yeah. so true, veteran
1: um, savvy there. Yeah, yeah,
0: no question. <laughs> go get that thing. Uh, but I thought it was incredible yesterday. You had some great catches uh, yesterday too, as well. Uh, so uh, a great job to you. I've 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 uh, admired you from a distance for a long time, Jarius. But uh, tell me what the, what that locker room was. I mean, that's the one that I've. I've always longed to be a part of. I never I never really had that chance. But what must that locker room have been have been like yesterday after the right after the game?
4: Uh, you know, uh, it was just everybody up tempo, everybody was really like, you know, wow, just to you know be able to win the game the way we did. We feel like we deserved to win. We feel like uh, you know, we didn't we started off really like really really well. We didn't finish at first the way we would like to, but uh, you know, it's still a win in the NFL and a, a playoff win at that. So uh, you know, you get it however you can. Will
0: this be a, a lesson learned going, moving forward now into Philadelphia with the two quarters that were stellar, and then two that for whatever reason fell off a little bit and you just didn't have your foot on the gas at all times. Uh, it, is this a message to the team uh, a little bit like Carolina? It seemed like you may have stepped all over yourselves a little bit in that game, and uh, it, it amped you guys up for for that from that point on all the way through the rest of the season. Uh, is it well, is this going to be a, a, an advantage for you guys uh, moving forward now to this next game?
4: Well, you know, I definitely think, uh, you know, the negative plays helped us now because you go back and you watch them and you see, you know, what all happened and what all you could do better. Uh, you know, at critical moments, we had a front block. Uh, we right out of the half. We threw an assessment. So, you know, those moments, we kind of helped them get back in the game. And, uh, you know, good teams like that, you can't, you can't help them.
1: Hey, Jarius Wright is with us here. Uh, Superstar Mike Morris, Mackie and Judd. And uh, we've been taking your phone calls since 9 o'clock this morning. So we thank you guys for listening on this holiday. What uh, What was the huddle like? What did Case Keenum say in addition to just the play call? What was the huddle like with those 10 seconds left going into that final play, Jarius? Take us in there.
4: Uh, you know, it was very surprising because uh, everybody, everybody still believed in the huddle. Everybody thought that we could still win the game. and You know, everybody was... Ready to go and eager to eager to you know run that play. So you know I think that also just just goes to show that you know where our confidence was on that play. Uh, you know for guys to you know for the offensive line to block the way they did, for Case to make the throw he did, and also for Diggs to make the play he did. I think it just shows you know how confident we we was at the last, uh, on that last play.
1: Yeah, you know I think we've all done walks of shame in our life in different contexts as well. The, the maybe the most amazing walk of shame Jarius we've ever seen is finding 11 saints players to come back out on the field and then have to walk a hundred yards down to the end zone as a formality i mean that is brutal <laughs>
4: oh yeah i bet that hurt for sure um you know i actually it's was, it was funny because i was in the locker room uh and didn't even you know while somebody came in and said they we had to you know either kick the field goal or you know we had to attempt the, the extra point basically so i I was like, uh, I don't think I'm going back out there. <laughs> it could be a fight.
2: It could be a hell of
0: a fight yeah. going here. We're gonna poke poke the 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 bear with a stick again and and make him come out. Uh, it looked like the baton death march.
2: So so what is as as that last play uh, gets uh, set to start and you're you're about to uh, go out on your route, Jarius? What is honestly at that point going through through your head? Ten seconds left. Uh, you know, it's not, it's, it's looking pretty bleak. What's co- going through y- your mind as as Case gets t- uh, to the line to trigger that play?
4: Uh, You know, just in my head, I was thinking, uh, you know, try to get in field goal range or do whatever we can to get in field goal range to, you know, give Kyle a chance to win the game for us. Uh, Kyle has a, he has a great leg and uh, we have 100% confidence in him, you know, kicking long field goals. So uh, you know, he had hit one earlier, um, early in the fourth quarter to put us up by two and you know who really believe in Kai, So, You know, I was thinking just to get Kai and field goal range or, you know, any chance to win the game.
0: Is there any part of you that, uh, that that's th- th- is there any negative, uh, that has come out of this uh, since the game uh, has been played uh, where you think that maybe next week, uh, you know, you doubt yourself or will this be an all go situation where you got you got past, uh, you know, something that that was pretty ugly and now you're moving on? It turned out great. Is it all positive, or is there some hesitation in there too?
4: Uh, you know, if you ask me, it's all positive. Uh, no matter how you win it, you know, uh, the NFL, any game, any win is important. And, uh, you know, we got the win to move to the next round We're in the, you know, the, the division championship now, and that's where you know that's where we want to be. Yeah. So we just have to take it one game at a time, and you know, handle the Eagles.
1: Jarius Wright, hey, thanks for your time and uh, good luck in the NFC Championship game. I think I can speak for everyone listening as well. That was that was the, the best natural high that Vikings fans have maybe ever had in their lives. So uh, good stuff, man. Thanks, Jarius. Hey, thank y'all. I appreciate you. All right, Jarius Wright, Vikings receiver. He was of, of the three routes breaking out. He was the one, uh, the, the second outbreaking route, and he leapt, he leapt over the two Saints defenders that were on the ground and was the first one to meet <laughs> Stefan Diggs. The but he got up. the ball. Most yeah, importantly, yeah, yeah. he got the football
2: for
0: Stephon Diggs. Yeah. The only guy Williams tackled was his own guy. Yes. He yeah. took him out of the play. Marcus Marcus Williams tackled his own guy. Wrong guy. Just barreled right into it. Just him. torpedoed
1: <laughs> him. God, oh I Really my. feel bad you for can't those sets, don't
0: you get up. up? You can't I mean, we should have a T shirt made up of those guys, that the stri- I think you can get a picture and put it on a T-shirt of those guys walking back onto the field and just say, when the Saints come marching in. Oh, yeah, that's I great. To, I think that would be a great
1: T-shirt. That's oh. hilarious. Yep. I got to find you here. We, we, we brought this up earlier in the show. If I can find the screenshot again. Well, okay, here's one of them. Uh, Wikipedia, people are changing Wikipedia entries and bios for some of these players. Here's the Case Keenum one. This was changed sometime this morning. Casey Austin Keenum is a quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings of the National Football League. He is the father of Drew Brees. <laughs> oh, somebody did one for uh, Marcus Williams as well, the the safety who who blew the play. I'll find it for you. When actually here it is. Now we'll do it when we come back. We'll do it when we come back. Sounds good. Superstars hanging out. Uh, we'll get to Denny and Matts on the phones. Uh, one more segment here, just talking about the most miraculous play in Vikings history. Phil Meeky, Judd Zogad
4: many opinions. Every morning people tune into you guys and get a good one.
3: Mackie and Judd.
4: Not a good one, just a great one and an honest one and not just yelling back and forth. On
3: 1500 ESPN. 1500 ESPN. Visit St. Paul, the city of St. Paul and Wells Fargo. Invite you to experience Wells Fargo Winter Skate, a free outdoor artificially chilled ice skating rink in downtown St. Paul at Rice Park. Open seven days a week. Located in the heart of the city. Winter skate creates a fun winter experience for visitors of all ages. More details can be found at 1500 ESPN.com keyword events. Oh my, that's that's unbelievable. I'm like, I'm happy. I was sad. Now, (laughs) wow. I got, oh my goodness. I'm I'm shocked. I don't know what else to say.
4: It's
3: unbelievable.
6: Get out my Get, get,
3: get out my Oh my god! 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 Wow. It's a heck of a game, wasn't it? Um
2: and the good guys won.
1: That second-to-last one was actually our producer, Jonathan Harrison from Vikings Vent Line, yesterday behind the glass, I think, superstar. <laughs>
2: Can't blame him one bit, can you? <laughs> I mean,
1: was,
0: that was what you had going, too. I'm pretty sure it was, oh, my God, several times. I don't know. I, yeah, I I've never playback. seen anything like it. It's amazing. I mean, I think I even heard uh, Bach and Aikman give it the old, oh, my God, once once or twice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. I, but it was one of those plays. I mean, I, I have not seen a football play like that at any level. <laughs> I've not, seen, you know, I mean, certainly as a Viking, I haven't seen a Viking play like that ever. I don't, I, I don't recall seeing one ever, really. To be honest, where a guy whiffs and, he, and a guy has this ability to turn and just run, I, I, I think nine times out of ten, a guy just jumps out of bounds, just instinctively jumps out of bounds. Mm-hmm. I, I really do, just to keep it on the safe side. But
2: man, what a reaction on his part! There was a, there was Michael, a period of time where where Vikings defensive backs might have made that exact play. <laughs> there, I mean, we we, we a, saw we yeah. saw a Medeo long. Uh, Williams yes. misling his way in. No, I yeah. have
0: seen a lot of those plays in Viking
1: lore. You
2: know, Waswa Sirwanga might have made that play. Wenga, what a name! Or uh, yeah, or a safety might have made that play. Tyrell
1: Johnson might have might have done that. Yes, he might have done that. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the so Marcus Williams is the safety that did the nose dive into his own his own teammate. Here's what Wikipedia's bio says about Marcus Williams today. Williams committed career suicide in an NFC divisional <laughs> playoff game on January 14th, 2018. There he is, barreling yep. in on the yep. We're watching NFL yep. Network here. Um, let's see. Uh Diggs who took a pass along the right sideline from Case Keenum 61 yards for a touchdown as time ran out in regulation. While Williams would stupidly collide with Saints quarterback Ken Crawley on the play.
0: <laughs> it's just it that, looks that, that that shot of him if you look at it from the end zone yeah. and they show his whiff, and then his turnaround and sit up into a... He's
2: just on his rear end, sitting up, looking at the play. He's looking at Diggs the running play, into the end zone. The play looks like they're filming a movie, <laughs> and they told him, look like you're trying to tackle the guy, but yeah, Diggs, yeah. Diggs is the hero, so yeah, don't so tackle don't, him. Don't touch him. So just look sort of like a Keystone cop. Yeah. that's what it it, it it looks choreographed it's uh, so
0: bad. Well, he,
2: he gets the part. He oh yeah.
0: he, no, he, he won yeah he was casted Academy Award yeah. for that <laughs> no part. question but I you're right. It's when they try and make a football movie look real and do the best they can with the tackling scenes yeah. and all that stuff. It's where it's obviously a miss. It's <laughs> it's not even a it's not even a good movie anymore at that point. Because it because they blew all the tackle scenes. But <laughs> that that was a bad movie yesterday for him. And trust me, he's gonna replay that one over and over again. In his yes.
1: head. Uh let's do uh, let's try Matt again. Matt on line five. What's up, Matt? You there?
7: Yeah. How are you
1: good what's going on
7: well obviously everybody's excited about the uh the game yesterday um i'm glad i pulled the uh the barrel of the gun out of my mouth after the last <laughs> uh, field goal we're glad to. Uh,
2: we're glad too Matt. Wow. we're glad we're yeah. talking
7: to you but um but you know i my attention pretty quickly uh uh was drawn to next week's game in philly and some stuff that i think we're going to have to clean up um and I'll just take a few of them off and be interested to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, the first is um, the play of the defensive line after the first quarter. Um, really didn't get much pressure from the the four up front uh, before the game. Um, Hunter was supposed to make mincemeat of the rookie right tackle and really wasn't heard from the whole game. Um, second issue is the offensive line. Um you know, they're going to have to do a better job next week. Um, hmm. Keenum faced a lot of pressure before the game. Everyone was talking about the deep targets that we were going to be able to um, connect on, and really he didn't have time to do any of that uh, other than the very last play. Uh, third, Xavier Rhodes. Um, you know, for the first time all season, um, somebody got the better of him, and if he doesn't clean it up, um, Jeffries will do the same. And then lastly, I think it's underrated, but uh, special teams with a new snapper um, going up against a well-coached team in Philly. I think teams are going through the middle on that snapper.
6: Uh, so, do you really think you're suited to be the fourth guy in our group, Buzz Killington? Thanks for the
0: call, Matt. <sighs> well, one good thing to all of this. Yes. He took the barrel out of his mouth. And lives to tell the
2: tale. It sounds like he's he's back to being near uh, it's ha- having close the gun to in his mouth. Not, again. I'm, not so, I'm not so sure he's not ready to go again he here, put though. the
1: gun back in halfway through the the list of things that yeah. went wrong. I mean, y'all, it's game. almost like saying
0: reload. I don't know. I, I I fear for him. I don't know. I I, I would say that. You know, you de- want to break de- those down, Mike Morris. Points. I need a
1: day. I need a day. Just a d- uh, just, just a day. One. A day before we dive into the things that might go wrong against now, the Eagles. You and your little just black cloud. Day. I mean, my gosh. So, I- do
6: you really think you're oh. suited to be the fourth guy in our group, Buzz Killington?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Minnesota Vikings are coming off, I believe, we can all safely say, the greatest victory, certainly yeah. in the yeah. playoffs in franchise history. Yeah. As far as luck finally changed. The franchise started in 1961. Okay, starting tomorrow, let's break down our concerns. Yeah, starting right, to but right from nine to one today, <laughs> we have been primarily focused on the fact that nobody can believe this happened. So let's just appreciate it. And steps
3: into it, pass is caught, Diggs, sideline touchdown, unbelievable. And another Vikings thing,
0: another thing, Daniil Hunter. Was not seen yesterday at all. He wasn't. And number two. <laughs> right, that was number two. Now, number two is defensive line, where were you? Number three, supposed to throw the ball deep, can't. Except for the last play. And Xavier Rhodes is bad. Man. He does pout a lot, though. He does pout. And he'll take a little pout time. If he makes a bad play, he'll go off with a sore. He tends to have sort, an a, injury, an injury a game out. and then comes back out. Yeah, he's a ba- oh, he's healthy miraculously again. healthy again. but. Yeah. He has a little issue with uh, being emotional. Uh, I think it might have even been for Zendejo. It was. He was very upset about that hit
2: by Michael Thomas. It was was a
0: little much on that one. I would say that. And and, uh, Kendricks, I heard about Kendricks yesterday too. Did you guys hear this one yet? Mm -mm. Uh, Jim Rich uh, informed me that Kendricks told him that he was actually weeping on the sidelines because he felt that he had ruined the game as the play was right before the play went. Wow. With 10 seconds, he was weeping because he thought he had. Ruined the game because he gave up the the touchdown, mm, touchdown blast wow. to Kamara, which I thought he had brilliant coverage on him.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, perfect throw, perfect, unbelievable catch. He did blow the game, but he Case did, Keenum saved him. Yeah, he well, should. There you feel go. Bad. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Kendricks. Uh, his name is Phil Mackey. Uh, Denny, uh, Denny, we saved you like 30, 40 seconds here, so fire away. Okay. Hi. I go.
5: enjoy your show. I just had a question to ask you. Um, you think this would be considered distracted driving just to keep this whole thing going? Say you're on the freeway and you're all tied up in a Traffic jam, and you, you tap your horn twice, and you reach your hand out and tap and slap the top of your roof, sort of the skull. Uh, oh yeah, cheer! I wasn't. I wondered if that would be const- it'd be uh, distracted driving. But, no,
1: I, I did that on my way to work the entire uh, morning today. Not during games. It's fine during games. I doing think you're that good to go too. He's been doing that in here. It's been so distracting all day long, clapping over his head. We yeah. skull chanted on Channel 45 this morning. At least I did. Yeah, I did. tried to get Ken Barlow to do it, but he said his. <laughs> His, uh, His suit coat was tight. a medium, yeah. and he didn't want to rip <laughs> the, the shoulders out.
2: Medium. <laughs> We all celebrate in our own special way, Mike yes, Morris and do. Phil Mackey. Well, we all you know. celebrate in our own special way. Aside from the guy who who called and gave us Damn, uh, four things snapper, he's concerned about for the Eagles anything. game. Listen, there's punts, some. I guarantee there's bitch. some
1: things that need to be addressed before the Eagles game. Yep. Today is probably not the day to address those. Twenty four
0: hours of nothing but pure joy. Leave us. But
2: starting alone. tomorrow, starting tomorrow, we trash the Vikings. Oh yeah, we'll
0: get them. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna break it down. down. Oh yeah. Bye. But all today, right.
1: Hmm. all right. Bye, everybody. Good stuff.